It's Cofield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. All right, following a big story today, here we got football camps opening up, Raiders, everyone's there, well, almost everyone. We'll get into the issue with Josh Jacobs after what Saquon Barkley did. It's a 4 o'clock hour. You heard it. ESPN Reno, ESPN Las Vegas, Adam Hill, Steve Cofield. Damon is here as well. Uh, a little while ago, Pete Thamel from ESPN said, uh, Colorado in deep discussions to leave the Pac-12, go to the Big 12. Brett McMurphy says, Colorado leaving the Pac-12. <laughs> so we'll let it, let's let let it marinate a little bit, let it develop here over the next hour or so, and I'm sure Adam can pat himself on the back. He's got a couple of moments today where he's going to get a chance to pat himself on the back. I told you so. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. Guest spots coming up. Miles Simmons, Pro Football Insider from Pro Football Talk, NFL Insider, and Arash. Arash from the Sporting Tribune will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. It's Big Four time. Let's get to it. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Four at Four. Number Four. Every once in a while, Adam, you send over a story, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. What is a UFO whistleblower? Oh, you're not. Oh, you're you're, you're off Z today. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what X is. Z I, Twitter is, doesn't work anymore. Z is how you pronounce X. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. And they're Zeets and Rezeets. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, maybe I'll get to that. I don't know. So dumb. I don't know. Uh, there was a, a former intelligence official. Testifying in front of Congress today. And he just said, not only do we have UFOs, we have bodies in our possession. We've got them. Why did he just bring them with him? Don't tell me that you've seen them or you've heard about them or we have them. Bring them. What are we doing? Because now everybody's going nuts. Like, well, it's true. But if a hundred people went up there and said it wasn't, they wouldn't be saying, well, it's, it's not true. All it takes is one guy. Look, I have no idea if he's right or not, or if he's lying or not. But like, why are we? Why are we doing this? No, we do. We got it. Just bring, bring the body out. Do a dissection, like it's biology class in high school. And here's the other thing: why I don't think it's true. Because he's like, yeah, the U.S. government has this, so we're the only country that's found them. We've got them. They're here. We've got them. Because I guarantee you, if the Chilean government found them, they'd be out and we'd see them. Why do only our conspiracy people in the government think that we have these bodies? That's my biggest point right there. I'm right there with Adam. It, we're the only country that they right. come to. They came here. You know, now he said Chilean, but even the other big superpowers, China, no sightings over there, huh? Russia, they don't want anything well, I, to do I'm with using, them. I'm using Chile because I feel like we would be in cahoots if, if there really was a conspiracy be like, all right, listen, China and, like, Russia and, like, we're, let's not let this out. Okay. But if there's some rogue government that's like Chile or Peru or somebody, they'd be like, yeah, we got a body. Well, here it is. Like, that's that's why I think it's ridiculous. And then if it's so advanced to get here uh, in some, you know, flying machine, they just died on impact? What happened? Like, they, yeah. were, they were able enough to get here, but they couldn't figure out the landing gear? Probably. I don't buy that either. <laughs> Probably. Look, it's not, 
it's fun to talk about, I guess. There's more important things in the world. Like, are there? Josh Jacobs not being a practice. Well, I've, <laughs> I mean, got, I've got a more important one. What's a bigger conspiracy? That we may have aliens in our possession, the United States does, or that Dan Vogelback and Pete Alonzo weigh 575 pounds when they don't. What are we trying to do here? Well, we, do, we, just, we, just, right? we just mentioned before the break to get to the 4 o'clock hour, there's a claim that this is the heaviest or the fattest duo to ever go back-to-back. They're saying 575 pounds with Alonzo and Vogelback. Vogelback is 270. Alonzo's listed at 240. I want the real weights. So is Alonzo up to 260? And is Vogelback officially over 300 pounds? These are important things. He's probably 320. He's like 510. Yeah. No way. He's a big fella. I think that I think they've bloated. I think they this is ridiculous. If you're going to break a record and set a you know set a new number, I gotta see the weights. This is very important to a show like this. Fattest home run duo? It looks to me like they weigh in just over 500 pounds. Maybe Vogelback's the alien. He is kind of amazing. That he's playing Major League Baseball, that kind of bulk. Although, uh, what's his name? Al uh, Alexander Kirk is listed at 5'8", 245. Al- Alejandro? Alejandro, you're right. Is it Alejandro? Alexander? I would say Alexander. But he's like 5'2". He's 5'8". No, he is not. He's 5'8". Yeah. He's not. He's listed at 5'8", 245. When he stands up to throw the ball back to the pitcher, every umpire towers over him. He's 5'2". Alejandro Kirk is listed at 5'8", 245. There's Alejandro. Zero. First Alexander? of all, he's 5'2", 294. It's not 5'2", 294. Give it an exact number right now. That would be impressive. That's what he is. 5'2", 294. That's his, that's his measurements. Number three. We need official weights. So this happened at Oracle with the Giants and the A's? Yes. Where the... I don't even know who the play-by-play guy is. I guess I should know that soon. Is it some some use or something? Ron, you? I don't know. Um, but Dallas Braden was on the broadcast, and people made a big deal of the fact that during the A's broadcast, they just stopped talking on TV because in the background, you could hear the crowd chanting, sell the team. It was a combo effort by A's fans and some Giants fans. It sounded like A's fans started it, and the Giants fans joined in with them. Come on, go ahead. Enough. I'm tired I- of it. Sell the team. You guys going to bully a billionaire into selling his team? He's going to be like, the unity from the Bay really inspired me to sell the team. I'm not saying that you're something. I'm not saying that your protests don't matter. I mean, good for you guys. You know, unite the Bay. But uh, he's going to cry himself to sleep. Come on, be a team player. We got to support every, every, every single. But then they make such a big deal about it. But the new owner would still come here. It's a sweetheart deal. I'm okay when new owner comes here. And by the way. They can get a much better deal from Oakland. A much better deal is they, already on the table in Oakland. They can't. They can. It's already on the table. No, th- this is this is your whole theory. He's got no money on hand. Right. He has no money to throw into the deal. So any Oakland deal is not better. He has to put up money in Oakland. He doesn't have to put up crap no, here. So, with a new a new owner, I'm saying, would come in and say, like, why aren't we taking this Oakland deal? If you are it's an a- much better. If you were an A's fan and all the dirtiness connected to the potential Saudi buyers who want to sports watch in the U.S. If that was going to save your organization, would you do it? Would you want that to happen? No. There's other uh, options. I think A's fans would say like 70-30 yes. Sure, but there's no other I mean, that's if there's no other option. There's other options. People want baseball teams. Let them buy one. But Especially a baseball team that already has a good deal in place here and an even better deal in place in Oakland that they could choose from. So you think they, could, they can find a good, rich owner... Who would then go back to Oakland and go, I like your deal more. Uh, that's the hope. I, that's not what I asked you. That's all we have is hope, Steve. 
Let us hope. Who's we? We as a, as a citizenry of blocking this nonsense from happening. It's all we have is hope. But yeah, the, the sell the team chance, enough, guys. No. It makes me Keep want them more. It makes me want them more. No, no. Yeah, no, no. no <laughs> You're like, no, let's stick it to them. Screw it. Let's take them. That's not and as we said last week, stop trying to steal the ace from us. Number two. Wow, there's, I don't know if this means they all hate the show, but that quarterback show with Mariota and Cousins and Patrick Mahomes, they're trying to set up a season two, and I keep seeing quarterback after quarterback for season two, and the NFL is like, no. That's not what Peyton Manning said. Did he counter this? Well, he he said it first. He said said it the other day. He said, he said, because everybody saw the season and how awesome it was, and because one of them won the Super Bowl, a bunch of guys are are uh, superstitious. They're like, we want in. We want to be a part of this. Justin Fields, no. Tua, no. Matt Stafford, no. Wait, did Sam Howell turn it down too? Yes. yes Sam Howell turned him down? Sam Howell was going to be the Marcus Mariota. Okay, I don't know all the details of this show and how you get on the show. You are compensated, right? Are you then part of the union? which eventually will cut a deal. Do you get residuals down the road? That's that's a fair question, but I will say I talked to a team official. And by the way, you know I have very good sources with another NFL team now. Uh, Can't believe it. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, I talked to a team official that said, there's a lot of a lot of these quarterbacks that are coming out saying, no, I don't want to do it. Uh, said, yes, I do want to do it. And their team said, we are not doing it. Oh, the team. Yes. Okay. Just the same as Hard Knocks. Right. But if you watch, if you watch the show, you said you didn't. You didn't get all the way through. I didn't get all the way through. Like no. it is unprecedented access. Like unpre- Like they were in. They were in Kirk Cousins' therapy session. Like that's wild. They were. They're everywhere. Is this an NFL Films deal or is it independent? They're part of it, but it's it's it's, it's, it's so Omaha. Then, so then, can't the NFL? I mean, in their partnership with Manning and Company, can't well, the NFL say, you know, you're you're going on? No, it. that's part of the deal with Hard Dogs, but I don't think that this show has reached that level of deal yet. They have to sign a new deal, probably, that they could force the that's team into it. But especially because this is it's such it's so individual based. Like, yes, you, you have to get the players to agree, but then the team has to agree too. Like, it is it's pretty. It, it seems like it's pretty intrusive. How do they ever get now. Patrick Mahomes to do this? You know the answer, Oh, Brittany. Yep, yeah. Peyton Manning made the call. No. Adam just said it. It's Brittany. I'm sure the Chiefs were like, no. I mean, Andy Reid, he doesn't want any access. By the way, I also... And you know, Mahomes... Although Lee Steinberg told us, good name drop there, right? His uh, his agency, Lee said when he when Patrick considers projects, that he considers what's good for football and what's good for the world. I was I like, like, okay. That. I like that. So maybe, maybe Patrick uh, Mahomes is like, hey, I, I want to be on the show. But you're right. Uh, and again, I haven't watched it, and I want to watch more of it because I, I was hoping coming in that... Pretty Mahomes, his wife, was going to rehab her image, but now I hear more and more people are like, unbearable. Which I, I completely disagree with. I hated, hated her. Well, there you go. See? And I totally turned around. But I'll, I'll tell you why it is exactly. It's that you learn more about her background and that she was a pretty elite athlete. And that explains her uber competitiveness. Like, I thought she was just screaming from the sidelines, obnoxious. That person. Right. But if you are a competitor, if you're an athlete like she is, when she played professionally, like, that does change. Like, you're like, okay, yeah, I understand the competitiveness now. Like, that's different. What'd she play professionally? Uh, soccer. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you love soccer, too. Yeah, I do. But wow. I, th- I, I, I didn't think expect being, to hear this. Yeah, I think that was the athlete, last angle I expected to come out of this <laughs> is that Adam Hill is bought in on Brittany Mahomes because she's a high level no, athlete. I'm, I'm just, I'm like neutral, which is a huge step up from where I was. Oh, yeah. 
I, I like it more explains to me why she is the way she is. She is competitive. Like that is that is true. And it's different to be competitive as an athlete than it is as a watcher. So if you're just some Instagram model or someone who, you know, does stuff for money and you happen to latch on to Patrick Mahomes and now you're part of his, you know, billion dollar empire, you'd have less respect for that person, but so you don't look at also, Brittany, you don't look at Brittany Mahomes who's someone who just kind of stepped in it, got lucky, and well, also Patrick the, was dumb enough to marry her. Well, the fact that they've been together since seventh grade. Whoa, yeah, Steve. He had Which to work him way, He had to work his way out of the friend zone. Yeah, she him. she rejected him at first. I did see that part. <laughs> yeah, she was, so this was a big out. score for him. I th- yeah, at the time, I'm sure it was. Top story number one. You know, I hate that I do this often when people sign life-changing contracts and it's not my money but I'm going to do it so I already expressed discontent or displeasure with Saquon Barkley for not playing this thing out with these running backs and I think he screwed by just signing for some extra incentives he screwed over Josh Jacobs Justin Herbert is a nightmare bro what are you doing he signs a record-breaking deal for $262 million, is it two nineteen guaranteed? I think so. Sounds right. Okay, a couple of things here. And Damon, you actually you can help to set set this up. But we'll do it on the way back. Damon's gonna ask a question about Lamar Jackson, and that'll help set me up on uh, Herbert. I don't understand what he did here. Awesome, man. You're set for life, but I think there was so much more that could have been accomplished, starting with Justin Herbert. My God, the topic list is getting jammed up with breaking news. We'll get to different stories on Colorado potentially leaving the Pac-12, which is kind of a big deal if it does happen because that can create a domino effect. And Adam wants to do a uh, I told you so, so we'll get to that. George Klyavkov not really coming off as the most forward-thinking leader, at least not presenting it the right way on Friday. I'm going to make my Herbert thing real quick here because we're going to build on it with Miles Simmons who's based in L.A. and is an NFL insider, and also Arash, who's based in L.A. By the way, is at SoFi tonight for a soccer game. Um, congrats to Justin Herbert. Awesome. You've got you know lifelong generational money, $219 million guaranteed, 262 overall with the contract. Damon, I was asking you to mention your, your Lamar Jackson point because I want to build off of this. I mean, the guys never want a playoff game. Everybody talks about him, you know, being the future and all that. Good for him. But why was it so easy for him to get this deal done? And Lamar, it was basically pulling teeth. Come on. You want to answer? <laughs> Come on. I mean, a former MVP. Well, one, has you, playoff wins under his I belt. I think Adam's laughing at the fact that on, it's, it's a black quarterback and a white quarterback. Of course. And it's a run-based guy who they beat the piss out of, and then they use it against him. And then they say, hey, you know, that's he has to run to be effective. What's going to happen towards the end of the contract? Um well, one, I, I think Herbert is a lot better than Jackson. You're right. So far, his ledger doesn't show the playoff success. And I'm not going to blame the collapse last yeah. year against the Jaguars on him. I think he is going to be a top-four quarterback in the NFL. And there's a decent gap between him and Jackson. Um, and it's also – and this is what I believe. You, you might be right. The next three years, Lamar Jackson could be a bigger winner, could be a, a better quarterback. Um, I think there's a gap between Jackson – well, I think there's there's Burrow and Herbert amongst the young guys, and then there is a I think a sizable gap. Now Adam may laugh at this, and maybe he's calling me racist, right? But I think there's a gap in terms of Jalen Hurts, 
and Lamar, that's the next level down. If I were Justin Herbert, I would have pushed for $300 million. And you know what? I do want it all guaranteed. I'm not Lamar Jackson. I want it all guaranteed. I don't want 219. And here's the thing. Do you know how integral Justin Herbert is to the future of the Chargers? And I'm not saying that if they suck in L.A., their value is going to drop. But he's the guy who has a chance to actually make them into something that's significant in L.A., which is kind of a big deal. You want to legitimately be able to sell your tickets and do all the merchandising and build even more hysteria around the Chargers. So I think his value is even higher. Uh, I know it's crazy when people hear this and they're like, the guy's griping about $262 million. He didn't deserve to get a little jump up from the most recent guys because that's what people say. It's like, well, you know, basically everyone just get just get a little bit of a raise over the last guy. It's not the, the, the I don't care about the last guy. I care about me, and I care about, you know, Herbert's value to the Chargers. And honestly, players almost have no leverage. Burrow and Herbert have massive leverage. Massive. Well, how important is winning? I think that's the... It's, it's not that important right now when you're... You're going into what? He's going into his fifth year? We're going to his fourth. I don't know where the hell they are on the clock. Uh, he's going to f- fifth, I think. How? Are you asking? Are, are you fourth. serious? It's fourth. It's fourth, fourth, fourth year, fourth. right? So fourth. They get, they get, they're getting this done early. Um, wait, are you being serious or are you being facetious? No, I think he took, I took, he took less money to get better players around him. He just wants oh, to play that ball. part. Yeah. I thought you meant on the value of the contract. No. He got 262. No, I'm, saying he, I'm saying he didn't disqualify them from signing other guys I don't. I, if I'm the quarterback, I don't care. Figure it out, figure it out. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, be, be the you know, know the, ulti- yeah, be, the ultimate one that did that is Mahomes, and it's worked. I mean, I guess it's worked. He's beca- incredibly underpaid at this. Well, point. it's it's worked because they're awesome with their personnel. Get better. I think Telesco's pretty solid, but he ain't the Chiefs. Chiefs are ridiculous in well, the then, draft. Then you then you have to take even less if if you need a little bit more leeway. <laughs> like that, I mean, that's nah. that is how it works. It is a salary cap world. Like that I'm is not, that is reality. I'm not worried about. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about that. If we need to renegotiate or spread the money out, do whatever, then we can do that down the road. But for now, I'm setting a record. I'm getting $300 million. And if you don't like it, then when it comes time to really pay, then I will just sit out. This is not a running back. And by the way, I don't care how much money the Brown family has or if they don't have enough on hand, then sell the friggin' team. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'm getting 300 and all 300 is guaranteed. And there is no discount. I don't want to hear about Cincinnati market. If you can't afford the team, then sell the freaking team. No, I, I mean, that's that's fair. But I, I do think you're taking less. Like, Mahomes set the blueprint of you take less, then you win Super Bowls. Um, other guys that haven't taken less aren't winning. Uh, yeah, but, the, the, you but I'll say, the, the worst part about taking less is then you get – and I think, he's, I think he's a decent guy. He's just not durable. But then you get decisions like, let's sign Mike Williams – to 20, you know, 18 or $19 million a year. Manage the money correctly. You know? Yeah. And I know J.C. Jackson, it was a bad break, but, man, he looked like hell before he went down. Yeah. I mean, is that is that going to be a good contract? Maybe not. But, I mean, you, you do, like, you... Adam, in a way, you know what, in a way, when you force an organization and the personnel people and the GM to freaking hit home run after home run, it's almost motivation. Like, you, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm making a lot, but you don't have the money to piss away on freaking J.C. Jackson or some well, I think ridiculous free agent signing. It's almost the other way. Like if you if you are taking more, then you do force them to be perfect. Like you you can't overcome a bad contract if you're taking more money as a quarterback. That's part of. It. But I'll, in terms of the guaranteed, I do also think 
like this might have been this mo- the, as much money as they had. <laughs> like you do have to guarantee it with cash. So, you know, did they have more than but that? But that's another here? one. You own a professional football team in LA, get more money or sure. get investors. Don't be a family sure. business. But I think it's going to be the same. I think that th- I, I agree. I think the cash is going to be what determines whatever dollar they have, they'll well, dig then, in the couch cushions or whatever to guarantee Burrow's contract as much as they can. But I do think that's going to have to be I, I guess Joe Burrow's bound to play somewhere else. <laughs> I, I doubt that happens. Why? It's all about winning, Steve. You can win in lots of places. He's also an Ohio guy. Cares. <laughs> Team first. Okay. I don't know, man. You learn as you get older the uh, the, the loyalty, and you know that goes one way. But they're they, also they showing- expect you as a player to be loyal and give discounts. And uh, when you are of less value or useless, see how they treat you. They do, but look at I mean, and look, Burrow, Burrow does his fair share of endorsements and things too. But like Mahomes, by taking less and winning. It now makes so much more money than he does. He makes more money outside football than he does inside football okay. because he wins and because he is what he is. Now he's he's a unicorn, obviously. We know that. But, like, that is the blueprint. Which, but, but that's actually more incentive for Herbert to go for all the football money he can get. I don't think he wants to do that stuff. No, if Burrow, and, I think he's, if, if, and I think he's just sorry, okay at Herbert endorsements. If wins a Super Bowl in L.A., he's going to make way more money than he can in football. Way more. Maybe I mean he he hates cameras so maybe not but but the, yeah. the opportunities will be there. Okay, that's my spiel for yeah. Chargers fans. It's awesome. Yeah, because as you know, and I've you know told the audience a million times, I live with a Chargers fan. The significant other is a hardcore Chargers fan, and to go through a Spanos led holdout or some fight for a couple more years would be devastating. <laughs> would be so annoying. It's not fun. Try, trust me, we've said it many times. Go back and read how the Spanos family built their fortune in Northern and Central California. You're not going to feel real bad for them from a money standpoint. Get someone else to buy into the team if you don't have money. Well, side note, did you see uh, Derek Carr was taking strays from this? No, I didn't. Well, see I saw it. I saw some comments about Derek Carr being the highest paid whatever it was seven years ago, like twenty five million a year. Well, it was more. It was and now from, now we're up to what fifty two and change. Some of the analytics people on Twitter were taking some heat because you know Herbert signs this big deal. And they're coming at the analytics people saying, you guys always talk about rookie contracts. What all these quarterbacks are making big money. And the response from several of them was, yeah, if you have an elite, elite quarterback, you sign them. Mm-hmm. The only time it's a problem is when you start giving a lot of money to a guy like Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, I wouldn't have brought up Derek Carr. I would have brought up Jay Cutler. <laughs> sure, I think I that's think a better example. More. And I remember doing Sports Talk Radio back then, and it was like, well, Jay's up next. I'm like, no, he ain't. <laughs> Jay Cutler is not a franchise quarterback. He doesn't have to be the next guy making $20 million a year. What do they do at quarterback? Get someone else. Yeah. Go into developmental phase for a couple of years. Because people do miss out on the that's part. Not, that's not fair to Derek Carr. He was, he was playing pretty well at the time. Is he? Does he have all the intangibles to be a big-time winner? I guess we're going to find out soon uh, if it was the Raiders or the, you know, or the Saints have everything they need. I think they're more talking about the, Sa- the Saints contract with Derek, with Derek Carr. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, no. What are you doing? Um, the, oh, boy. But I, I, I think – what people miss about the analytics conversation, which we talk about all the time, is you want a quarterback on a rookie deal or an elite surefire Hall of Fame quarterback that you pay. Like that's the two options. The middle ground is where you don't want to be. And Mahomes is you the don't f- want Kirk Cousins. I'll, I'll use him instead of Derek Carr. You know, you say that, <laughs> and we were talking about quarterback and how a lot of the teams and quarterbacks for next year's show, you know, looking for year two options, are turning down Netflix quarterback. I like Kirk Cousins. 
I think you can win with Kirk Cousins. Here, here. Oh, okay. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't believe he's a Good mediocre luck. quarterback. Good luck, bro. The eighth or ninth best quarterback you can't win with. You can win with the eighth or ninth best quarterback if you pay him fifteen or twenty million dollars. You can't. Well, that's is, the point. You can't win with the eighth or ninth best quarterback if you're paying him thirty-five million. That's the difference. I think you can. It hasn't happened yet, but I think you can. Of course, it hasn't happened. It's not going to. It, there, it would take an extreme anomaly for it mm. to happen. But you got look, look back at every single Super Bowl winner. So who's it's supposed a, to get paid in football? Yeah, elite quarterbacks, not well, who's mediocre elite? That's the other way. We sit here and argue. Herbert, Burrow, Hurts, and Jackson. Jackson, Hurts. Yes, Mahomes, Deshaun like, that's, Watson, that's your guys, and every other team. Deshaun is be probably going to be a bad. Con- as much as I love Deshaun, it's probably going to end up being a bad contract if he plays like he did last year. For sure. If he plays like he did in 2020, it's a good contract. He was the third best quarterback in the league in 2020. Do you really believe this, or are you just trying to deflate his value for fantasy? Because you start doing that around now. Sure, I do. I got him. <laughs> but I, I got him. You, you know what? You're, 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 uh, what I'm doing right now. In auction leagues that I'm in, you're not getting Deshaun Watson for cheap. I will go down with the ship on that one. Well, I got Jalen Hurts last year for He's cheap. going to produce for me. <laughs> I really talked him down and then got him for cheap. Worked out pretty well. Let's do another qualifier for our great – Weekly uh, trip giveaway. It's our load of summer fun. Right now, you qualify for four tickets to an Aviators game, 364-1100. Caller number seven. And then the grand prize trip this week is a four-day trip to Orlando's Disney World, Orlando Universal Studios, plus a tour of the Kennedy Space Center. You can take the trip or take the cash. It's straight up. It's $3,000 cash. Take the trip or take the cash. Load of summer fun, 364-1100. Caller seven. All right, you want to do your victory lap on Colorado? Exploring, by the way, Dennis Dodd, who covers the Big 12, Right now, story says, exploring the move from the Pac-12 to the Big 12. Pete Thamel, ESPN, said in deep discussions, Pac-12 to the Big 12. Brad McMurphy jumped in front of the line. He's from uh, Action Network. He said they're going to do it and will be effective next year. Which is crazy because I'm sure there's some insane bio, too, but they're not San Diego State. Well, you know what's funny on Colorado? I mean, I guess they're, you're dealing with so much money in the Pac-12, they have enough for a buyout. So, yeah, Colorado could be going to the Big 12. Which means there could be a domino effect with the Pac-12. Do you think George is worried now? George Klavkov, the commissioner? Is he worried? Um, he's not going to say it publicly. <laughs> Better be. I mean, Colorado's kind of in the X factor the whole time because uh, DeStefano, their chancellor, talks all the time. And apparently, again, I'm not real well-sourced on this. I'm reading stuff. Uh, it feels to me like Colorado was so bad for so long that – the money people around the program, the boosters, already got their way with Dion because you know there were a lot of academics around Colorado who were like, "What are we doing? This guy's obnoxious. Are we, you know, an educational institution, or are we just going to let athletics drag us around?" So they already got their way with that. And what happens when boosters get their way? They get more and more power. So it sounds like they're behind. They're really behind the push to get the hell out yeah. before the whole thing collapses. Yeah, they see the writing on the wall that everyone else should have. A week ago, when George was like, worried. <laughs> and when you say, do a victory lap, when he said that, I said, you better be because they're going to be looking to get out right now. How are you not worried? No, again, you made the case, hey, you could be worried and just saying you're not. Yeah, I think it was a. He should have been terrified. It was an odd choice of words. He should have gone up there and said, we are terrified right now. We are being picked apart. We are a carcass. Being picked apart for for pieces. So, I'll make a couple of cases here. If Colorado leaves, I don't think it's the biggest deal if everyone else stays. 
But I don't think that's what the Big 12 is going to look to do. They're going to look to add. Well, they could just add UConn and Colorado, which the UConn choice is mystifying yeah, to me. It's, it's so stupid. Yeah, They're trying to b- bolster basketball. But they could just add UConn and Colorado. I actually, if Colorado left the Big 12, uh, yeah, the Pac-12, I actually don't think it's a big loss. I think San Diego State going in that slot is a better athletic institution. Just be, By the way, just because Colorado's you know boning up right now, rotting up, over athletics doesn't mean that's going to be the case in five years. It's always been an issue there that academics and athletics have battled. So that, does that mean that's all solved if they go to the Big 12? Well, they'll have more money coming into the athletic program, so you'd imagine no. that they would. Cal has a lot more money coming into the athletic program, but they mismanage the hell out of it. So they're going to manage it the right way. Now, the problem is with my theory there, if Colorado leaves, there's going to be some other schools that are going to start freaking out. But Klyavkov... I mean, they should already have a plan. If if uh, Colorado goes by bye bye, they should already have a plan to add three schools. Who they'd be, I don't know. Five or seven yeah, or get super aggressive. Yes, you have to. You have to keep up. It's going to, yeah. no, it's, it's going to super conferences. Like it is. So you need to be at sixteen. At yes, least. be aggressive. Right. That's that, literally what I said about the Pac-12. Was just don't say you're not worried about teams leaving. Be worried about adding. Like get them in, bring them in, and they sat by. Like, oh, I think we're really worried. So now they're are, all gone. Are you excited if uh, for a Mountain West conference? Oh, that, Oregon's next, by the way. So be ready. Are you excited for a Mountain West conference that could have Washington State, Oregon State, and Utah coming back? No, I'm excited for UNLV in the Pac-12. But if it doesn't exist, then what's left of the carcass? Well, you still you can go with. Well, you're. I mean. Yes, those schools were, will either be part of one of those conferences, along with Stanford and Cal. So you want a super beef up Pac-12? Yes. Like, stop being inactive and get super aggressive yes. and stop playing games yeah. with we're looking at SMU. Okay, add SMU, but also and add more schools. UNLV and San Diego State, and yeah. Yes. Do you like the Kelsey podcast? Um, I watch, I watch clips of it yeah. that are pretty decent. Uh, I've watched only a couple of full episodes. Uh, I think that they do a good enough job in like not taking themselves seriously and just kind of goofing around. And I think they, more than other athletes that are current athletes, I think are willing to like embarrass themselves and say goofy things and be honest. That's cool. I mean, obviously, I watched you know the they had Reed one, the Patrick Mahomes one, uh, the Super Bowl week one. Um, there's been like some really you know, big events involving the podcast that I've checked out the whole thing. Mostly I just watch clips, though. As you know, I don't do anything but watch YouTube. That's all. <laughs> I don't watch anything else, even though I have every service available. I guess I like Jason. Travis annoys me a little bit. And the, that Netflix quarterback thing didn't help my impression of him. <laughs> that is great on there, too. I'm not going to go as far as... Some others who are like, bro, you're building your whole career off the back of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the league. Oh. Calm down. He's good. He's a, he's a great tight end. He kind of is. Yeah. No, he is. He is. So the other day, I guess they got into some conversation about Taylor Swift. I don't know. Did he go to, the, did he go to a concert recently or something? What was the setup for this? Yeah. Uh, she was in Kansas City. Ooh. And uh, he tried to you know, approach her. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I know you went to the Taylor Swift concert. How was it? Yeah, well, I was 
disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. So I was a little butthurt I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. You made her a bracelet? Yeah. If you're up on uh, Taylor Swift concerts, there are friendship bracelets, and I received a bunch of them being there, but I wanted to give Taylor Swift one with my number on it. Not right now. Your number's in 87 or your phone number? You know which one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go. So Travis Kelsey thinking that he can somehow meet Taylor Swift and get his number to her. Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. And you also, you know, I mean, his relationship ended because he wouldn't, he wouldn't give his girlfriend any money. So yeah, remind me. Allegedly. I forgot about the whole, because that lady was really braggadocious and obnoxious, his ex. Sure. And I remember we, we talked about Kayla, something. I think her name? I think we talked Kayla. about something she did, and I'm like, I don't know, man. You better get out soon, because this, this has all the makings of an abusive relationship. I mean, her abusing his money. Sure. Well, she wanted she wanted him to buy her things, and he didn't want to. So he just cut it off. Yeah, it's like that's enough. How'd she react? Not great. How did the internet react? Uh, there was, it was pretty split. Good actually. for you. I wouldn't go half with yeah, her exactly. either. I exactly. ain't paying for nothing. It's like shut up. You don't have Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> guys do like when other guys take a stand. Yeah, because they're never they're rarely in that position, or at least it's you know dealing with tens of thousands of dollars, not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. Okay, so we like that. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, if you're completely, if you're like, no, I'm not even, no, we're, you know, we're, what gonna, if, we're not even going to let you turn the air conditioning on in your, you know, in the house. Like, ooh, okay, that's, that sounds familiar. Exactly. Um, what if this sort of incident happened with Jared Goff and his wife now? No. Still, Come still, on. still a fiance? Come on. They're, yes, they're together. He's still not married? I don't think so. I don't wow, think they would have won it. <laughs> you love her, right? What's oh, her name again? Kristen Harper. Wow, just off the cuff. He knows it. Of course I do. It's a sore subject in this room, though. So, in slipping a number to Taylor Swift, what do you think, what's Kelsey's goal here? Because I could see it being a, a, a couple of things. And sorry if I'm shallow when I talk about this with relationships, but... I can only imagine being, how old is he, like 29 or 30 and worth millions of dollars? I think. And he's a pretty decent-looking guy, so he's not a troll. What's the goal here? Another notch on the belt, but like at the highest level of celebrity? Or is he really looking for something here? Because you just mentioned it. It is attractive for a male sports superstar to make sure you're not only marrying on the same level, but marrying up is awesome. Yeah. That is great. If it doesn't work out, you get money? Well, I think that's that's the goal. I mean, if you're not going to share... She's a prize. If you don't want to share your money with a girl, like get a girl that makes a lot more than you. Or would you be sinister and you're like, you know what? God, I would love a song about me. You think that's what he's going for? Maybe. You're both. You could. You could get her to marry you, dump you, have to pay you, and write a song about you. I don't think she would marry him. She she runs through relationships too fast for him to even get to that stage. Well, she's with someone now, right? Or maybe she's not. If he's I trying think to the guy from the number nineteen seventy five. Yeah, he was he was making it hot, not in a good way. It <laughs> was con- that mean? it was it was controversy at the controversy. I think she had not to right. separate herself. I think she's still there with him. Nah, well, maybe it's been low key, you know, because it was like racist incident after race, and he's yeah, like, I'm true. not backing down. And I think that was, that <laughs> was bad for her. Said some problematic things on some podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Fans, yeah, then yeah. her fans came after him. 
and she can't be associated with that kind of thing. Yeah. I still listen to the 1975, though. I think they're playing at Life is Beautiful. Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. I think the Friday? Saturday is Kendrick night. That's the, that's the good night. Did the terms of a – are Brady and uh, Bunjin, are they officially split? Are they divorced? Yeah. They already went through the courts? Yeah, because he's, he's now with his second girlfriend. Kardashian? No, he's on from her. Yeah, who's the next Irina celebrity? Shake. She's been with a bunch of uh, celebrity dudes, right? Police Nothing wrong with it. Play the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't go away. Whatever you want to do. model. She's good. Do we know? Did, how did Brady make out? <laughs> in the in divorce? Does he get alimony? No, nah, I think that they they went pretty Come on. keep your own. Why? Well, you both have enough money. I think it's all right. If I was her, I'd want some of that Fox money. <laughs> you did. By the way, you did, going back, you did skip over the it's a sore subject in this room with Kristen Harper. I know. I didn't get what you were saying. Uh, so, are, is this about the Super Bowl? Yeah. She was literally oh, the, 20 feet away from us, and yeah. I offered both Damon and Jared $100 to get her on the show, and neither one of them even went over. He says that while she was doing the show. Steve, could you imagine if some girl was like, oh, is that Steve Cofield? Go ask for his number while he's doing the show. You wouldn't. No, no. You wouldn't. She was 100 feet away from us. Doing a show. I, yes. And wait till she gets off the air and then say, hey, can you come over here for $100? You, nobody even asked. I wasn't going to stake out their show. That's they were the, 100 that's, feet away. That's the job at the Super Bowl. That's, that's why you're there. You're a guest runner. <laughs> what are you and you got incentivized about? with a little extra cash. You didn't hear the by way the those way, serious by people were talking to me. Side note, side note, had to put up with two days, to call you guys out, of, hey, we can't go out. We don't have money to go out. Uh, we can't really go buy any drinks tonight. Uh, just, you know, times are tough, which is fine. I get it. Here's $100. Go ask somebody to be on the show. If you had offered Jared $100 and you would pay for the table that, I don't know, did he fall through it? What was <laughs> yeah, what happened did. with the table? Yeah, we still never – well, it's like he, he fell, fell through it. Hopefully the people that <laughs> – So apparently someone, someone, was someone was going out. Someone was going out. I actually thought that's what was going out. I went out, but I, I don't think – No, I meant Jared. No, I think he was sober when he fell through the table, wasn't he? Or did he break it in anger? Oh, boy. Yeah, I think that was just more of a clumsily – it's dark in the place, you know, and you Not haven't really. turned on the lights. <laughs> yeah. How did, speaking of that, how did your brother, how did your brother break a glass table? Did he smash it on purpose? No. Same did he flip way. it over? No, same way. Did he fall through it? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I went over to his house <laughs> after this glass table was broken. It filled an entire garbage can and it it probably weighed like 4,000 pounds. A, it, was a, it was a dining room glass yes, table. Yes. Oh, man. Like the thick ass, yeah. like racquetball court glass. Yeah. And it was the, that. I, did you? How'd you move the garbage can? Like a hand I'm truck? Jacked? Cause you're jacked. <laughs> okay. That's insane. I, I rolled it oh, like you on just the rolled edge. It? Yeah, yeah. It was so heavy. So I'm guessing the table that you, that uh, Jared, whatever he did. No, to it, was, it. it was a coffee table. Yeah, it was, it it was, was a pretty small. thin layer of glass. But back it, to oh, back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I asked the you know the producers of the show of whatever she hosts yeah. another show with three other two other women. Yeah, you ask them to send her over. They're going to say no, of course. Well, you have to wait till she's off. And then she yeah. left the set, walked by us, yeah. and, and walked said, out. And you said no one was near. No one. Cared nobody was, she was even. Clo- nobody even knew who she was. Nobody was anywhere this close. Was like to her. the celebrity. She walked love out of on her life. own. So now I got to run and jump and you know and yeah, pretty much. Hey, 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 Adam. No, not only not only incredibly beautiful. And very gracious with her charity work and her time. So many things she could have promoted on our show. She just bought backpacks for little kids yesterday. It was amazing. Can I can I get a mulligan if I get her on the show? I mean, not in person, but you know, over through the phone lines. Can I get fifty dollars if I get her on the show? Yeah, yeah. Why not? 
So, Damon, if you were wealthy on the level of Kelsey, is there – we're not objectifying here, okay? Uh, is there a, a celebrity female singer or athlete you'd be like, you know what, I got a chance. We're on kind of an even level or she's a little above me. Let me slip her the friendship bracelet and let's see where this goes. Because, uh, honestly, for women at that level money-wise, unless they're idiots, like unless they're – what was the character's name on The Idol? Jocelyn. Yeah, Jocelyn, and she's going for, you know, not the real weekend, but this, you know, Tedros. Grifter guy, Tedros. <laughs> like, you'd have a shot. So, is there someone you'd want to make a run at? Man. Like, you're like a big time pro wrestler. You got millions of dollars. <laughs> I would like it better if I'm just me right now in my Prius. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking your game, but. I mean, Ariana Grande, she seems like she's just self sabotaging at no matter what stage. Funny, I was thinking the same thing. Were you really? I think I think I would have a shot if I just you know maybe say the right thing to Ariana Grande now. Literally the same. We had the same thoughts. Wait, is she is she cool or is she a nightmare? She broke up a marriage. I feel like she's. I feel like she's cool. She's been. She's nowhere close to as cool as Selena Gomez. That that was my actual guess right there. Selena Gomez was my first one too. Then I was like, cool or nightmare. No, Selena's amazing. Yeah, right. man, I watched like yeah. the cooking show on HBO. You know, so, I think. oh, so, Selena and Chef, incredible show, and she was very relatable. It was awesome. Only cooking show I've ever watched, and uh, the documentary also was was really really insightful into her life. Yeah, so I think Selena Gomez would be the one. Yeah, I'm Team Selena. I feel like she's relatable. You know, we get along. You know, I thought you were being creepy because you always go younger, but she's not like she's like 32. She's 31, yeah, yeah. and you're like mid 40s. Yeah, I used to love Wizards of Waverly Place, you know, Disney Channel stars. You are! I know, it's just ridiculous. Oh, you're just mad. <laughs> just hit him. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't, yeah, Rihanna's married, you know, got that second kid on the way, you know, ASAP's there. Yeah, kids ruined it. <laughs> just can't, it's rough. That is kind of amazing, though, Kelsey with the bracelet. Like, ah, I'm going to take a shot, yeah. you know. I have money. She's got money. Shoot or shoot. I'm not going to get rejected because I'm some poor slob. Not that you're a poor slob. Tomorrow. How important um, is her voice, though? But she the, can't talk to here's, anybody here's before the issue. or after the show? Here's the issue. Would she have known <laughs> who he was? Uh, Jason Kelsey said that she was she's mad. That she was mad that she's as an Eagles fan, so that's why yeah. she wouldn't have probably talked to him no matter what. But that was, that was the reasoning that apparently she doesn't speak to anyone before the concert or after because of her voice. I'm not buying it. I believe it. By the way, isn't she? Does she really need to make excuses like that for Travis Kelsey? Like that's a that's a legit excuse. It's her weapon. It's her means of making a living. The voice is important. It is very important. Uh, by the way, God, Taylor Swift did admit she's an Eagles fan. I thought that was a total fabrication. <laughs> what do you mean that was fabrication? All right. Yeah. I th- I thought when Jason Kelsey said she's an Eagles fan, he was joking, like saying, "Ah, she clearly." Oh yeah, for yeah, us. she's rooting for us. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're back in May. Uh, she confirmed that she is indeed an Eagles fan. All right. I figured DeMond would have a longer list. Well, uh, no, Selena Gomez would be up there. I mean, like I said, Rihanna, you know, definitely don't have a shot now with the two kids. Uh, man, step, not too many pop stars. Step, I mean, Stepdad DeMond. Well, Adam, Adam knows I'm the dad me. who stepped up. If, uh, if Things I, will all be over 70. Uh, likely. <laughs> or Kendall, if, Kendall Jenner, I like him tall. You know, she's not a pop star. I like, so I, mean, I, I, you know, I was thinking Megan Thee Stallion, but I feel like she's just, there's just too much power there. <laughs> it's too much woman for you, Steve. I'm just, bre- I'm breaking, I really am breaking apart. So I was like, eh, not that I'd have a shot. You know, who's like, you know, who's shorter and I, I get a kick out of her. I like pink. Okay. 
You see all those acrobatics she does at the concert, and you're like, yeah, I know. Local. I'm just saying. I'm just. You know, I'm not shooting a shot. I'm with someone, but she's, I. She's, I like her. She's coming up at a uh, Legion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, might have to go see that. Okay. This hour is brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers, offices in Reno and Henderson and Las Vegas. Call from anywhere in the state of Nevada, 766-1400.